In celebration of four years of the Healthy Hustlers podcast, I'm chatting to some of my favorite guests who I've been lucky enough to have graced my microphone. Women who have inspired me to dream big, reminded me to focus on my own lane and showed me that with a positive mindset and determination, anything is possible. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa, and this is the Healthy Hustlers podcast, your go-to podcast show for all things health mindset and motherhood. With over 150 episodes featuring healthy conversations with some of the most influential people in our country, including Kayla Itzines, Megan Gale, Mick Fanning, Sarah's Day, and many more, there is plenty of goodness to inspire you to live your happiest and healthiest life. Pure Harvest's new range of organic nut milks, which include hazelnut, macadamia, cashew, and creamy oat, are now available at Woolworths Australia-wide. Purely the best, Pure Harvest range of natural and organic nut milks are made the way nature intended. With simple ingredients list, no nasties, and only containing natural and organic ingredients. When I first switched from ordinary milk to nut milk many years ago, I was incredibly excited to read the Pure Harvest range of nut milks were free from artificial additives, sweeteners and preservatives. Pure Harvest is an Australian made, owned and operated family business who have been the market leaders for over 40 years. I use a full range of Pure Harvest nut milks daily. I love using hazelnut and cashew in my healthy recipes or for those blissful pre-bed hot chocolates, while macadamia and creamy oat are perfect addition to the morning coffee. Pure Harvest new range of nut milks are available now at Woolworths Australia-wide. Revy Jane is mum to two beautiful girls, speaker, social media influencer, and business owner. Revy fearlessly shares both her personal and business life online in order to help others create healthy habits, prioritize self-care, and share in a continued commitment to working on themselves. Her tagline, Working on Worthiness, is a powerful message that Revy shares with her adoring community, empowering both herself and her community to always work on themselves. It's weird to think that I haven't actually met Revy in real life yet because she feels like a good friend, a friend that inspires me to be better and do better, to show up in my own authenticity and that you can have a thriving career doing what you love while also being a nurturing present mum. Today we chat about life, what lessons 2022 has brought with it and the evolution of Revy this year. Hello, my darling friend, Revy. Welcome back to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. How are you today? I'm so well, and it's so nice to be back here talking with you. You're one of my favorite humans to chat on the podcast too. Um, the feeling is exactly the same. I absolutely love chatting to you, and I'm always so grateful for your time and energy. How are you at the moment? How's life? Um, do you want the honest answer, or do you want the yes. mask? <laughs> let's, let's keep it real. <laughs> Well, you know, it's one of those times where um, it's it's the winter season, which means that we've been battling sicknesses for months, it feels like. Um, I've just come back from like having a bit of a cough and then Clay, my darling husband, fell off his mountain bike yesterday. So he's currently in hospital navigating life business with small children and social media trying to keep up with that it's overwhelming so I am a little bit burnt out and a little bit tired but uh, I always kind of revert back to this job is just so fueled by love and I I just am so grateful that 
I have that to kind of fuel myself because yeah, when I take a moment of stillness, I just remind myself like things could be worse. <laughs> and um Absolutely. They, I love yeah. that perspective. Yeah. Um so yeah, just yeah, leaning into gratitude. That's so good. And I love that, you know, I think the real answer is important because even like you said, with social media and trying to keep up, like sometimes when you are looking online, it's easy to think that other people aren't struggling too. And when you're kind mm -hmm. of like in the trenches of, of going through something, um, you know, it can obviously put the blanket a little bit heavier over what you're moving through if you think that everyone else's life is, is peachy at the time when, yeah, I think we're all going through something at, at some point in time, aren't we? Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I try to pick my moments to be a bit more, I guess, vulnerable. But I think what I've learned being in the space for so long is that I do try to do it once I have recovered a little bit, because when, when you share that vulnerability, you're really yeah. opening yourself up to questions and curiosity, which is a total natural thing for, you know, someone with a public platform so I do try to protect my energy first um you know Clay having an accident yesterday which he's totally fine and he's just come out of surgery I've just got the call so I'm like relieved and I can breathe but as someone who endures mental health conditions um like anxiety and CPTSD I I often when we're all well worry about his well-being so when he actually has an accident um mm. my anxiety is through the roof so you know, it's really important mm. that I take time to kind of look after myself, set those boundaries, look after my kids. And then, in, you know, in maybe days to come, I'm, I can share a little bit more of an insight of what that looks like, because I'm really passionate about sharing what mental health conditions are like and how they can affect us all differently. Yeah. I do you know that's something that I'm really slowly learning. Obviously, I haven't been in this like space for, for as long as you like sharing things. And something I've really noticed about myself is almost having those blinkers on when things are hard and just like my way of dealing with it is like, well, I have to move through this before I can actually share. And it's like sometimes that takes like months on end or other times it might yeah. be, you know, just that 24 hours of going through something and then I can share it. But um. Yeah, I, I really like hearing you talk about that because I feel like that's been a big learning for me over this journey of sometimes feeling like you've always got to be on top and, you know, and, and sharing things as, you, as you're moving through them. So um, what's been the biggest highlight for you, though, in 2022? Has there been some, some magical moments that you kind of keep reflecting back on or are proud of? I think I'm, I'm probably most proud at this stage of my life that... I mean, all through my 20s, I was working and hustling and and mothering and, and going through such huge transformations. And I think in the last, you know, 12 months, I've really slowed the hell down. And that's had really conflicting uh, feelings uh, brought to the surface because all my life I'm like, if you're not working, then you're being lazy. If you aren't being productive, then you're not worthy. Mm. And that messaging has is mm. so deeply ingrained. I've really had to dissect that, unpack it, and sit in a lot of discomfort. And I finally feel like I'm in this place where I'm like, I'm taking a nap. 
I, go I, girl that's so good to hear <laughs> I'm I need I need the day off on this Monday um on the weekends I have said no to countless you know events um networking events social things because I think it's really one of the first times in my life where I feel very uh okay to be on my own and happy to to spend time with myself mm. so that's probably been one of my biggest highlights yeah. is just yeah resting recharging and um it's it's been really lovely I love that that is so nice to hear because it's like yeah we are in a world where busy is often looked at as as better you know the busier you are the more successful you are and there's definitely a power in honoring the way you feel at any given moment I guess on a day-to-day level how do you really honor your energy and protect that and and make sure that you know you're showing up the best you can in in any given moment I think I I am in a place now where I feel like I haven't really had to spend too much time considering the actual practices they definitely have become a part of my lifestyle a part of my ritual uh, and this is from someone who's been on this journey for, you know, since I was like kind of 18 and um, entering adulthood, I started creating uh, little rituals and, and leaning into things that made me feel better about myself. In my 20s, I kind of had to really remind myself what it is that made me feel better. Whereas now I feel like I just do what makes me feel mm. good. Um, it just becomes part of yeah. my actual way of being so I wake up I journal um if I have space or time for it I do a meditation um I move my body and and that's really my first kind of three steps to starting my day and there's there's really little things as well like you know consciously having that glass of water first thing in the morning fueling myself resetting my body Mm. those are all things that I think in the past have been conscious intentional efforts whereas now it's just kind of like what I do so I feel very connected and very aligned yeah and I I don't I I don't hold myself to that if I don't I don't do it I don't feel like I it was needed and that's okay but you know Mm. five to six days out of the week that's that's what I'll do to kind of start my day and and feel a connection to myself I love that and I love that you, you like you know what helps you to feel good now as well because I think sometimes when you're starting out on that journal a journey and like I know when I started to get into meditation and journaling and that I always felt like I was failing if there was a day that it just like didn't fit in or I was too busy and I missed it and I'm like oh no whether now it's just like you know I know that when it does it it serves me so well but if I don't that's okay as well you know there's always there's always the next day. I know you're deeply passionate about mantras and affirmations. You obviously have your your beautiful products where you help other women to um, bring those affirmations into their daily life. And there's such a beautiful self-care practice. What's been one of the mantras that's really got you through this year or has kind of kept you on that journey of, of what you set out to be on in 2022? I think my mantra for this whole year, I I mean, I feel like I've gone through another awakening in the last 12 months. Um, And I've, I've had 
periods of my life where I've had these awakenings and they've really like unlocked um, maybe a structure or a system of how I used to think and operate. My most recent one has really allowed me to feel or understand that life is so multifaceted. There's nuance in everything that we do. Um, my past, I've been very black and white, very definite in my thinking. And then I was just about to say where I'm at now. Um, yep. Awesome. So where I'm at now and where I'm at now is that I understand that life is so complex and when something doesn't fit in a box, I understand it can fit in both boxes or multiple boxes or multiple folders and so my mantra has been this too, in meaning that, okay, this is really hard, but I'm also really grateful for it. It's this too. It's not one or the other. So that has been something that I learned through the book Radical Acceptance. And it's really freed me up in a way where I don't have to try to make something fit into something to make it make sense it just is. So it's just about acceptance. That is incredible. Oh my goodness. I need to read that book so bad. I feel like too, because often, you know, you go through school and all of these years where we are put in boxes, you know, even at school, there's only these like limited subjects we can actually do. You know, there's a limited people we can be friends with. Like, and it's like you've got to constantly in these younger years make those things work. Mm. And I remember getting like into my early years of my career and I was working in a like a large fashion retailer and I remember seeing all the different jobs that people did and like the different things people wore to work. Like it was pretty free environment in terms of – and I just remember like thinking those sort of things as like, wow, there's so much more to like people and – careers and that that I've ever been almost exposed to like I don't mm-hmm. have to necessarily be Maddie who always loves marketing and strategy and that like I mm-hmm. can be Maddie who yeah loves interviewing people and yeah all of these realizations of like and now I feel like I'm even discovering that in a weird way with style like I don't have to always dress this one certain way like I can be you know this way yeah. one day in that way um So I loved the way you articulated that around things not always having to fit into a box because I think it definitely can be like something that, yeah, you're made to feel has to be that way. Yeah, definitely. My daughter Lexi, who's six, you know, she says, um, you know, what did you want to be when you were younger? And it's something that another book that I'd read is Michelle Obama's um, book, um, and she she talks about how important it is when we say to children what 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 they want to be when they're older about it not being you know one thing and not having to define what they're going to be when mm. they're older and, and something about that really stuck with me so when Lexi and I talk about what she's going to be when she's older I often will say like choose like five things because you're not going to just be one thing and I feel like there's like when we were brought up it was like almost like a shame thing if you didn't stick to one thing like I know that when I didn't when I moved on for something that I was working on I felt like ashamed that that didn't work out whereas now I'm like I do all the things Mm. I just I'm gonna take up this I'm gonna take up that 
and I'm going to try things. And now I see it as taking courage as opposed to, yeah, just kind of sticking to something that isn't really very fulfilling. We'll be right back after this healthy break. This episode is brought to you by Pure Harvest new range of organic nut milks, hazelnut, macadamia, cashew and creamy oat. Pure Harvest new range of dairy-free milks are now available at Woolworths Australia wide. Yeah, that is awesome. I know you started basketball. I remember reading your mm-hmm. um, Instagram post about that and injecting that bit of like joy and play back into your life. Um, and I thought that that was so beautiful how are you continuing to kind of bring those moments of joy and fun I guess you're at a period in life now where the girls are that little bit older are you feeling like freer and to be able to do that and to really to prioritize that play and joy more this has honestly been the first time I feel like this phase or stage of motherhood has been one that I feel is the most independent I've been and the most independent my kids have been. My youngest has just turned four, Lola, and not having to spoon feed a child or knowing they're going to brush their teeth if I ask them, you know, I might have to ask them three or five times, but they're going to do it. Um, They can get changed on their own and their independent play windows are longer and So this stage of motherhood has felt like, oh my gosh, I'm my own person. They're their own people. They're becoming their own little humans. Um, My body feels like mine for the first time in, in about seven years since I fell pregnant with Lexi. And so it, it is a time to reclaim what makes me feel joy and makes me feel like myself or a new version of myself probably the biggest thing that I've been doing is reading and I had completely lost um, my love for reading before Um, like while I had kids because it's just so difficult and I also a kind of kind of backtracking to my mentality in my 20s it was like you can't read for fun you've got to read for self-development and so all of my non yeah. all of my books were non-fiction not you know these fluffy rom-coms whereas now now it's kind of flipped on its head you can see it like in the proof is in the pudding in my book stacks I've got maybe one self-help and like five <laughs> rom-coms and that's you know because they make me feel like I'm enjoying something I'm in a story and I'm it's a form of yeah. escapism it eases my anxiety. I feel calm. I feel the most relaxed when I read. So I think that's probably the biggest thing that I've mm. dived into and um, and now don't feel like I, when I'm doing it, I should be doing something else. I'm like, no, this is my time to read. Get out of my way. <laughs> that is awesome. You've actually really inspired me, all the books that you've been sharing. I feel like I'm just constantly taking screenshots of them and I'm like, the moment that I'm not too tired um, and can go because I really started a goal of like reading before bed and it was almost just like a form of meditation but I was reading all the health self, self-help books so I'm like yeah. and I'm like you've really inspired me your stories of being like no Maddie just like go to bed and read something for enjoyment that you go to bed feeling like happy and ease not like 
worrying about how much extra stuff you have to do for you, like you know to get you oh, to the yeah. ne- that next point. Um, so yeah, you have really inspired me, and I love hearing where you're at on that journey, especially on motherhood, because you know it can often feel all consuming when you're in those earlier days. And I think you've always done such a beautiful job of sharing, you know, the highs and lows of that journey. And as someone who's followed you for so long, it's so beautiful to now watch that evolution of you in this new stage of life. And it's definitely giving me um, a lot of a lot of hope and I guess excitement for those stages because I think you can often get bogged down in thinking like this is it forever now. Like oh. this is just life with kids is so hard if you're trying to do business and stuff. And you, you know, I often I think of you and there's a few other women on Instagram that are like my expanders right now, like showing me constantly like what is possible and and where I can be. And um, so you just do such a beautiful job of that. And it's so nice to hear that, yeah, you're in such a a happy, good space um, in that that side of life. Um, What have been kind of the three... You keep going, sorry. Um, I think it was only maybe six months ago that Clay and I would sit at the dinner table and just look at each other and be like, we haven't spoken to each other all day. We, you know, for the last maybe two years of Lola being like 18 months to three and a half, um, she, we, we could not finish a sentence to each other and it, it used to drive us nuts. Um, and it was maybe in the last month or so that the kids would finish have, having dinner and they'd say, you know, can we leave the table? like yep and then we were left alone and we were like talking at at dinner and the kids were playing happy and we'd have this like we have like this half an hour window now where we're like oh my god like we can actually recap our day and I think to anyone who who's listening to this and hasn't experienced parenthood you're like i you know, you just can't understand how frustrating it is to not be able to finish a sentence to your partner and how that can actually be a reality. Like surely you can finish a sentence to your partner. Mm. But when you're in it, you're like, no, I actually can't. They are very demanding. Little people really need us and it's not their fault. It's just part of that stage and it's so exhausting and um, so consuming, so overstimulating. And there's definitely beautiful moments, but I I definitely struggled. Um, And, yeah, like I was saying, in the last kind of few months, it's just been these little windows of independence and, and, you know, for them and for me and for Clay. And it's just been like, oh, my gosh, this is a new world. And it's definitely going to come with challenges as well. I'm not saying it's, like, super easy or anything, Mm. but it's just different and I'm finding it a lot more. Yeah tolerable I love that throughout that phase I remember listening to your last podcast episode that you did on your podcast show about you know honoring this new season of motherhood you're in and mm-hmm. and how it's yet yeah, necessarily not about being busier I think sometimes we can get in that trap of like when we have a new space it's like how can we fill it you know it's like oh I've got this space now like I've got to fill 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 and yeah I just really like love 
you know, watching you at the moment and seeing how that is just, yeah, more about finding those pockets of joy and, and things that are lighting you up rather than necessarily like going harder and, and bigger and that with business, which is obviously, you know, you're always doing incredible things when it comes to business. But like you spoke about that, that's taken its own, I guess, learning and time to kind of be comfortable with all of that. But yeah, it's just been so beautiful to watch the evolution of you this year and it's why I really wanted you on this episode um, because you yeah you truly inspired me so much with what you're doing um, we've talked talked a bit about books but has there been a podcast or anything else that's really um, helped you this year um, yeah I read earlier this year the mountain is you by Brianna West and that book is all about transforming your sabotaging self into someone who gets out of the way basically and I have definitely and still do continue to self-sabotage in different ways I think they're less obvious now and now I have to kind of they're like packaged more pretty in a way um so I really have uh, have to really like identify what what I'm doing or what story am I telling myself and that book really helps with that so uh, the Mountain Is You is, I definitely recommend it and um, has definitely helped me kind of, yeah, I guess uh, identify when I'm limiting myself. But just going back on your previous mm. question and, you know, kind of watching my journey, one thing that's been really interesting about not filling the gaps is, um, First of all, I want to acknowledge that it is a privilege because I'm in that space in my career where I can take the time and take the space in 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 some capacity. So I want to acknowledge that. But secondly, it's been interesting to speak to Ash, who I've been with for two years, who's you know basically you know the other part of the brand. She's just everything. She she helps me with so much. Um, but she's kind of like, hey, you know, we don't have much going on in this month. Do you want to do something? Like, and she'll have this kind of grand scheme that she wants to roll out. And, yeah, I think I'm not limiting myself in a way that I don't want to do it because I don't want to succeed. It's that I don't see that as successful. I actually see downtime and quiet weekends and weekends in the backyard with the kids as my definition of success so I think that's how mm. you know it's really changed I, I don't want to fill myself up that's it actually gives me like the heebie-jeebies mm. I'm like no no less 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 thank you um if I can just have a weekend where I've got you know one catch up with a friend doing some exercise or a workout and hanging out with the kids in the backyard and me make something fun for dinner. Like I am so happy. So yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a different headspace and I'm really proud of like being able to be there. I don't know how long it will last. I, I try to mm. not think of, you know, any healing journey or any kind of awakening as a permanent fixture but I'm really enjoying this stage of life for now. Mm. Oh, I love that. It's seriously, it's so beautiful. And like I've said it so many times, but it's just so nice and refreshing to watch as well. So thank you for sharing all of that. Um, 
what's ahead? I feel like that's maybe a, a funny question now because you we're talking about about slowing down. But I guess you know, in in life, in family, you know, holidays, whatever it can be. What's something that's in store for the future that's getting you really excited and and you're looking forward to, either personally or as a family? Yeah, I guess um you know professionally, I have been working on uh, two big projects that are really different to what I'm doing now. So I'm very excited for them. And I do have to be one of those annoying people that's like, can't actually share what it is, but <laughs> they've been, you know, really long-term goals for me that have just, you know, things that you can't rush and things that um, creatively, logistically are just taking their sweet ass time. And we have gone through a pandemic as well through that. So <laughs> I'm trying to trust divine timing and know that it will happen when it's meant to. Um, with my family, we are going on our first overseas trip, uh, since, yeah, since the pandemic happened, uh, going to Bali and, uh, Clay and I will be married for 10 years while we're over there. So we're renewing oh. our vows and making some new promises to oh, each other because so we're definitely, beautiful. I love that. yeah, definitely different to what, definitely different to what we were 10 years ago. Oh, that is so amazing. Some amazing things to look forward to. And I love that you're redoing your vows. That is so beautiful. That's like, and 10 years, that's amazing. You're like still so young and have achieved so much and, you know, done so much growth. It's, you know, you should just be so proud of, of where you are. And yeah, it's amazing to watch because I look at you and I'm like, oh, you're such a young spring chicken still. <laughs> You've got all of these years in you and so much, so much amazing wisdom. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely have to um, grow so beautiful. up and, um, you know, figure stuff out because I guess, yeah, it, when we think of um, maybe hitting rock bottom, we envision someone maybe in their at least 20s, maybe their 30s, maybe their 40s after they've gone through, you know, a, a monumental mm. life event. Um, for me, it was through my childhood that, that I had those really difficult um, times and adversities. So I had to figure out a lot really quickly and silver lining is I do yeah. have years ahead of me um the the difficult part of that was that I was a child trying to figure this stuff out so I'm very grateful That's, for my silver yeah, lining absolutely. but um yeah it's it's um it's one of those yeah. things again like this too you know it's not good or bad it's just it's life and we just got to make the most of what we got yeah yeah Revy, you are just such an incredible soul. I always love connecting with you and I'm grateful for your friendship love and for you being here and for your time. I know you've got a lot happening, especially with Clay in hospital. When I saw your story, I was like, oh my goodness, he, she's still showing up for me. And you've got all of this going on. And you know yeah, it really like, just, like it doesn't go on. Both just, you're an incredible person. You had enough sleep and I had enough sleep and yeah. our kids were all well. It would just never happen. We just got to make this stuff happen sometimes. And, you know, I'm so grateful that so I can true. be so transparent with you and, and you get it and vice versa. If you, you know, needed to cancel last second, I'd be like, I totally get it. No judgment. Do what you need to do. Um, <laughs> and I'm grateful that we have peers like that in this space because it's like it's so hard mm. and you just it's so hard to um to show up sometimes and so I just made it work and I'm and, and yeah. I'd already rescheduled on you so I felt thank bad so thank you yeah. 
<laughs> no, I'm so great. And like for context for everyone listening, we started this with Georgia sitting next to me at the table just in a nappy <laughs> on the iPhone. She's now got my phone in the bedroom. I'm like, baby girl, I just need five minutes. So it's definitely um, not always as like smooth sailing as, as people might assume it is. We're all, all juggling different demands and, and things at times, aren't we? So um, yeah, I'm just so grateful for you. So thank you thank so much you for so having much. me and for um, yeah, always reaching out. And I'm super excited for what's to come with Healthy Hustlers and yeah, being a part of it. I'm stoked. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm very excited to share with everyone um, some exciting news soon, which will bring us back together. It's actually so funny that I was thinking the other night, I was like, we haven't actually even met in person. And it's just like, you feel like a good friend to me. And I'm like, that moment that I actually get to hug you in real life is going to be so surreal. It's funny this space, like how much these friendships can mean. Yeah. yeah, it is, isn't it? I always think that's the stuff with One like how lady good a friend people can feel online. Often is Danny P. Guy and even Tammy TMB, like, you know, I'll just watch their stories and I'm like, the fact that we've never met is so weird to me. It's just so weird because um, <laughs> I feel like I know them on such intimate levels. Um, but that yeah. it's just the nature of the space that we're in and it's both bizarre and awesome that we get to connect with people that aren't necessarily yep. logistically close to us but yeah I can't wait to see you in real life I don't feel like meet you is the right word because I feel like I know you and um, yeah no that's so true yeah <laughs> hug you in just, real life <laughs> yes yes so yeah thank you so much again no thank you Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.